0: Welcome back to Cut for Time, a podcast of Faith Church located on the north side of Indianapolis. I'm your host, Claire Kingsley, and on today's episode, we are talking to Becky Lawrence about Life Centers in Indianapolis. Becky, we are so glad to have you on the podcast today.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: <laughs> Life Centers is one of Faith Church's community ministry partners. The centers are called Safe Pregnancy Choices, Indy, and there are six locations in Indianapolis. Becky is a center director at the Hamilton County Center. Becky, can you tell us what these centers do and the services that they provide?
1: Yeah, um, so um, our, our name is actually for clients' Pregnancy Choices, Indy. And the reason why, first of all, we call it that is because a large uh, volume of our clients come in thinking they're pregnant. Sometimes they're unsure of what they wanna do. Um, And so Pregnancy Choices kind of explains what we do with the clients. Um, What we do is we give them choices other than abortion. We wanna share with them that there's another option. Um, One of them is resources that we refer the clients out to so they can get help um, in addition to what we provide. Um, And that would be things like housing. Some of them, they're homeless Um, or other items, food, clothing that they're worried about supplying for their child. Um, So that's a huge uh, resource that we have there. Um, We also give out free baby supplies. So diapers, wipes, clothing. Um, That's one of my favorite parts of the ministry because there's so many in need. Um, Other things that we do, um, we do, of course, ultrasounds um, that helps the client if they're in question to be able to see that baby's heartbeat. Um, And then we have a program called SOAR. Um, SOAR is for post-abortion. A lot of the women that you probably aren't aware of, um, maybe about one in four women in the church have actually had an abortion in the past. And um, the Lord wants to find healing in their lives. And um, through that program, that's how it can happen. We use the Bible. Um, and one thing I love about our ministry is it's there's no condemnation, um, no judgment. Uh, we really come to them with love and understanding. Because the fact is, we don't know what their past was like, what the situation was. And we, we're just sinful people, and we all mess up. And so that's one thing I love about our ministry is just the approach we take with anybody and everybody that comes in. Um, And a lot of our volunteers go above and beyond in calling agencies, trying to find what the client needs, even though that might not be a service we have. Um, Another thing that we're doing is we're piloting a new program called Bright Course. And I'm really excited about this one because it's one-on-one, kind of like a mentorship where they come in once a week. Mm -hmm. And they watch videos on healthy pregnancy and then how to raise your child. Um, And through that, you just really build a relationship because you're always meeting with the same person. And you really start to see the walls come down and them open up. And it's just such an opportunity to love that person where they're at. Mm
0: -hmm. And so can you tell us a little bit more about the population that you're primarily serving? Or do you see a wide range of uh, women and children?
1: Um, Yeah, we see quite a wide, uh, wide range. Um, So I'm at the Hamilton County Center. I'm actually not in Indianapolis. Um, And we see sometimes we see foster parents. Um, We see a lot of single moms. That's the majority of it. Definitely. Sometimes their uh, boyfriend is in jail. Um, And then you have the married couples who are just struggling financially. There's a lot of people in that middle class that they're working and they're trying to make it but buying diapers. That's just a struggle. Mm-hmm. And so we love to help those who just need that little bit of extra help, not just those who um don't have anything you know it's it's just a wide range there.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah How did God call you to life centers, Becky?
1: Well, that's an interesting story uh one I was not expecting. um so somebody at the church had asked me to fill in at life centers in the front office um because the person had left and I said, well, I wasn't really looking for a job, but I'll I'll help out, you know, until you can find somebody and hire them. Um, Well, I fell in love with the staff and the ministry. I really didn't know much about life centers, what they did. I knew it had something to do with pregnancy and that was it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I decided to stay on. And while I was there, um, the new executive director asked the staff to take the training um, and either become a counselor or receptionist. So if another center needed help, we could fill in. Um, I said, okay, I'll do it. But only as a receptionist, I would never counsel. It's not something that I feel I can do. Well, during training, God put it on my heart um, to actually counsel. And he was very specific as to where he wanted me to go to. He wanted me to go to the Hamilton County Center. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I started counseling in addition to working at the office and I loved it. Uh, while I was there, the director later on down the line asked me if I ever considered being a director, and I said, I could never do that. Um, well, God's taught me a lesson about saying never because I ended up uh, having to leave the job because I went to Ireland for six months with my family because my husband's job, and when I came back, uh, one of the staff members that knew me called me and asked me to apply for that Hamilton County director position and my response immediately in my head was never <laughs> you know and but I knew um, what he had been teaching me is to trust him and to mm-hmm. always go to him first so instead of being fearful I said okay I'll, I'll come to the interview uh, just give me a week to pray about it and so I did and I was very torn because I just I couldn't see myself doing it so I said okay God this is the deal I will go to the interview. I'm going to list every reason why I don't think they should hire me. And if you really want me to have it, then I'll get it. And so I went into that interview and it went really went really, really well, but I said, um, you know, these are some hurdles that you would have with me. I said, first of all, every other summer, I go to my family's in California for like five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm like, I'm dyslexic. I have reading comprehension, horrible memory. And you know, I'm listing all these things of why they shouldn't hire me. And well, they, they did. (laughs) And so I was just like, all right, (laughs) I guess I'm doing this. Um, and it's just been such a blessing to me, this job, because God has shown me that if he calls you to something, he enables you to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm just blown away by what, he allows me to do, um, what he enables me to do. And I'm blessed by it because I get to work with some godly, wonderful women who just have such a heart for God and these serving others. And then I get to see these clients come in who have such a need for somebody to just love them where they're at.
0: Mm -hmm. So I've been very blessed. And Becky, that was five years ago, right? You've been doing this now for five years.
1: Yeah. I've been with Life Center since 2012. Um, I've been a director, oh gosh, yeah, I guess it's four or five years. Um, so yeah, time flies. Wow.
0: Your story is so encouraging. And I hope when other people listen, they also feel that same, just, um, just that encouragement to surrender and to obey. And um, it's really neat to just see what God does when you just give up that control. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Sure. Yeah. So, um, Becky, you shared a story when we were talking to prepare for the podcast, you shared a story that really, um, impacted me. And I think it would impact others to hear how everybody in our community is working together and her, how you are connected to, um, life centers and also to faith church and how it can all come together. And one beautiful story would you share?
1: Absolutely. I'll just say that our church has helped Life Center so many times, and this is just one story amongst others. Mm -hmm. Um, But just to let you know that um, even though our center is currently closed and has been for a while, we have been there for our clients um, by phone. Um, So the lines are actually transferred to my cell phone. So if anybody ever wanted to talk about their options, I'm I'm ready. I'm going to talk to them. Um, Or if they need emergency diapers or a high chair or something like that, um, I'm going to do my best to try and help them. And that's what this story is. Um, We had somebody call in. um, They needed diapers, a pack and play, a high chair. And life was just tough for her. Um, When I was talking to her, she broke down crying twice. She was telling me she got laid off. And then uh, the father of the baby just didn't have any money to be able to help. Um, she was recovering from a uh, brown recluse spider bite, and uh, it, the list just went on and on. And then she would start crying again. And she's like, "In this high chair, I really need." And I try to call some ministries, but they're closed. And my baby—they're just rolling over, and I have nowhere to feed the baby. And um, so I decided, "I'm gonna let me just check with my church to see if somebody's available." So I put a post out on Eboard. And almost immediately, it was very quick, um, Darcy um, from church uh, volunteered her high chair uh, for this client. And so I brought it to the center and she picked it up. I think it was actually the next day. And she was just so blessed by that generous gift that you know we actually went through the step of reaching out to somebody else and somebody else stepped up to it very quickly to just help her, her, help her in her time of need. So I just want to thank all of you at Faith Church who have recently and in the the years in the past uh, donated to life centers because you have impacted the lives of many ladies and they really do appreciate everything that they get help with. So thank you for everything that you've done for us and how you've helped us. We really appreciate it.
0: So when you think about these types of stories and interactions that you have with these women, what do you remember most? Looking back on your day or looking back a week or a month from now, what do you remember?
1: Well, in regards to the story I just told about the high chair, um, the highlight was that I was able to pray with her on the phone. I mean, she's crying and I just stopped and I said, is it okay if I pray for you? And she's like, yes, please. And that's one other thing I forgot to mention is during this time where we've been closed, our wonderful volunteers called every single client that we have asked them, how are you doing? Can we pray for you? Wow. Um, so yes. And I would say most of them that actually answered the phone, um, said yes to prayer. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so excited at where this is going to lead once we open, which is hopefully next week. Um, I just see it as a wonderful opportunity for us to share the love of Christ um, his forgiveness, the price he paid for them, and the hope he wants to give
0: them. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's very exciting. So let's talk about how your ministry is going to change once you reopen. You mentioned that there are some things that might need to look different, some practical things, and then also a demand, a change in how you do ministry. And so would you just share with us how you're preparing for that, and what do you think it's going to look like when you're ready to reopen? Sure.
1: Well, first of all, some things that we're doing differently for a while um, due to COVID-19, we're limiting how many people can come in. Um, We're just having one client at a time. We're asking them to make appointments and to come in alone, uh, which is unfortunate because we like to have the boyfriend or the husband there. So if we need to talk to them, we can. Um, But, you know, if it keeps everybody safe, our volunteers and our clients, that's what we're going to do. You know, washing our hands all the time, wearing our face masks. Um, but the exciting thing is, um, I expect we are going to get very busy. I mean, we everything's been closed down. So most likely we're going to have a lot of pregnancy tests, um, which is great opportunity for us to be able to save lives. Um, not just physically, but spiritually, because at our centers, uh, whenever our client comes in, one of the questions we ask them is, can we have a spiritual conversation with you or can we pray with you? And, um, so there's such opportunity there. Um, but there's also going to be a great need of uh, women coming in who are just financially struggling. Uh, Like the one I had, the story I told you, she was laid off. Mm -hmm. Um, She has no money coming in. So she diapers are expensive and we can only give out 20 diapers per child, which really isn't that much. I mean, babies go through diapers. Um, And um, you know, during this crisis, when we were shut, we were allowing them to come in every week if they wanted just to help them. Um, So yeah, we're going to, Try and, you know, stagger out the appointments to where there's only one person. Um, but there's there's definitely going to be a lot more people coming in. So we're preparing that way um, by uh, trying to make sure we have enough volunteer coverage. Um, now, we do have a lot of, a lot of older ladies um, at our center, and some of them do have health problems. So we, we told them, if you don't feel comfortable coming in, please don't. Um, And because of that, we're kind of behind. We we don't have as many volunteers as we need right now. So that's one way that actually those at Faith Church, if they're interested and inspired through this or called, uh, we would love to have them come. And
0: Becky, what are some other ways that people in faith could also get involved and support your ministry? They're hearing this and they're thinking, man, I would love to be um, more involved in life centers or support you directly. What can they do?
1: The list is long. (laughs) So um, I will start with the biggest need. Um, Of course, because of the financial uh, crunch, this COVID-19 has put on people's paychecks, we have lost uh, monthly funding. So if this is something that you feel God is calling you to, we would love for you to start uh, supporting us financially on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if you want to give a one-time gift uh, that helps pay for the rent um, for our centers, um, for the staff um, we are fully run off of donations um, so that's one way and another way would be donating uh, material items uh, There's several items that we have to give new they can't be gently used like the clothing and pajamas and toys and books uh, which we love getting those um, up to size 4 toddler um, but diapers and bottles um, pacifiers those things we go through really quickly. Um, so if you can donate diapers, especially size five and six, um, sometimes newborn and ones, but those fives and six, and even some pull-ups, we go through like crazy because I think the kids stay in those sizes the longest, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, it's been a while since I had a baby, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you can go to the banquet when we have it coming up in, I think it's October. Um, participate in different functions we have. Um, so, yeah.
0: And Becky, your information is actually on our website as you're a contact person for someone who would like to serve to, for life centers. Mm-hmm. So, right now um, we have our surf page up. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the ways that we're encouraging the Faith Church family to serve is through donating these goods to you um, awesome. or to life centers through you. And so, um, if someone is interested, you're listening right now and you would like to do this. All of the information on how to donate or where to send your items are all on our website. So you should go to faithchurchindy.com serve, and you'll find it there.
1: Awesome.
0: And so, Becky, let's end with um, how can our church be praying for you specifically as the director and then also for Life Centers in the coming weeks and months?
1: Well, it is most needed, so we ask for everybody, regardless of if you can help in any way to be praying for us, especially now. Um, With the fear that so many have right now, it's just, you know, it's in the hard times that God really works on us, and I just, I know He's going to be using this opportunity for us to be able to share the love of Christ. And uh, one thing I want to let you know is whenever we come to the center, um, before we start seeing clients, the volunteers and I, and the staff at at the other centers, every single center, we pray um, for those clients before they come to the door. And we ask that it be a holy place filled with his spirit. And I can't tell you how many times somebody has said, I like this place or this place feels nice. And it's because God is there. And, And so I just ask that you just pray that the words that come out of our mouth be his our thoughts be his we are a spirit-led ministry i mean if they're willing to have that uh, spiritual conversation we want the lord to do the talking so please pray for that we want to see saved lives eternally
0: yes yeah thank you so much becky for taking the time to share this with us and so and giving us ways that we can partner with you in your ministry that god's called you to
1: absolutely and can i share one more thing oh please I would love to share the, the ways you can serve at Life Centers if interested. Um, yes. yeah. So there's prayer warriors. Um, so that's actually one of the, the ways you can serve is by just praying on a regular basis for us. Um, we have an ambassador at church, uh, Emily Musgrave. Um, but if you would like to come alongside her and help her, we could probably use another person who could help with that. Um, and then we have a client advocate. That is the person who actually meets with the client with the client just loves on that client. Um, but if that's a little too intimidating for you, um, then there's the receptionist role where you get to sit at the desk and do typing and take phone calls and see the client, but not necessarily do all the, the, the other talking. Um, if you like behind the scenes, then we have the support service worker. Um, so that's where you get to sort all the baby clothes and match cute little outfits and stuff. It's a, a real fun job. Uh, So any of those um, things that you desire to do, we would love to have you come and help.
0: So if someone feels called right now to serve with Life Centers, how are they going to get plugged in? Well,
1: the best way to do it is to go to our website, lifecenters.com. And there's a place on there that says, I want to volunteer. Um, There's going to be uh, several questions on there you can fill out and it's going to ask, you know, what center you want to volunteer at and, you know, what position would you like to volunteer for? Um, that would probably be the the fastest and easiest way for you to say, I'm interested.
0: Okay, great. Becky, thank you so much for taking the time to be on our podcast today. And I am praying for this message that you've shared, that um, it is just multiplied and people are hearing it, catching the vision and wanting to be a part of it.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Thank you.